0: It is the 200-level episode 178, Mike Carpenter here in the basement, and there's actually still a minute left in the first half, I just had to hit record and get going with this. Six-point Michigan State lead, 32-26, to and they're just playing harder than you are. You know, this can change, this can flip, and really you should be down more than six. So I guess if there's a silver lining, it's the fact that you are not down by double digits right now. But lethargic, lackluster, messy, stupid, all of those things as Michigan State hits another three. 35 to 26. Georgie has been an absolute mess. He dunks and gets blocked by the front end of the rim. Kofi with two fouls, and he was a non factor despite Michigan State electing to go small. Iowa struggled to get things going himself because, well, Michigan State's keying in on him. Io does get a putback here. Well, oh, no, he misses the putback, of course. this just been one of those halves. We have a foul, or it's hard to tell. It's just a mess. And Georgie is now chirping and maybe DeMonte, too. And frankly, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Boy, I'm disappointed. And to be quite honest, my head's in a weird spot because I woke up at 1 a.m. this morning, got my second vaccine yesterday, which is great news. I'm excited about that. But I knew that I might not feel 100 percent. And actually, back to the Indiana game, which would have been three weeks ago. That overtime game that went until 10.50 at night, I was a little bit out of sorts, but more just fatigue and a little slap happy. D- didn't feel 100%, right? Well, at 1 a.m., I wake up with chills. And when I get chills, boy, oh, boy, I'm like, you know, can't move, um, just shivering in, in place. And then the fever hit, and then finally that broke at 9.30. But today has been this weird, feverish kind of day where gradually the symptoms have went away. I feel fine now, but I'm going to sleep well tonight regardless of what happens in this Illinois game. So, you know, you sit down and you are prepared to watch this basketball game, and I did not expect Illinois to win with a whole lot of style points tonight. I figured that there was naturally going to be a bit of a come down after what happened in Minnesota, but I didn't expect this team that still has a lot to play for, namely a one seed in the NCAA tournament, I did not expect them to play like this. As we have Coleman Hawkins with a lane violation. It's... uh, When it's one thing, it's, my God, when it rains, it pours, right? That old cliche. This has been abysmal. Brad Underwood's going to call a timeout, it looks like, here. Hard hard to say. I don't know. Maybe they're going to review something. But regardless, as I'm watching this, it's very difficult to get into this because it seems like the team themselves, they aren't that into it. You lose this game, the one seed is probably out of the question. And to be honest, even if you win this game, I think that Trevor's inclination that the final week of the season, where you play at Wisconsin, at Ohio State, and at michigan that you could go one and two you could go oh and three you know I, I don't think they will this team tends to play to their competition but it seems like the two seed is more likely and i just thought well you know if they can just hold serve these next two games it doesn't need to be pretty i, I did not have that high of expectations for tonight but i certainly thought they'd be better than this trent frazier misses a three as we go into halftime illinois trailing by 10 against a michigan state team that did play well I don't want to take anything away from them. They played well, but you played awful. And if Michigan state were any better, you'd be down, I don't know, 15, 20 points, but Michigan state, they aren't that good this year. This is the kind of win that a championship caliber team gets when it's February 23rd. They don't lay an egg like this and it's not sky is falling stuff. I know that this team can rebound quickly. So I don't have a lot of anger, maybe partly because I'm still getting over (laughs) the side effects of the vaccine, but It's the kind of stuff that makes you want to pull your hair out, ultimately. I I just am sort of at a loss for words how you can look so good and then so bad. We've seen good teams have bad performances. It happens all the time. Basketball is a long season. Even in college basketball, 30 regular season games, it is a grind. And you will see even the best of teams lay an egg. But boy, oh boy, this team, their bottom, when they are not playing well, they're ripe for an upset in the NCAA tournament. And the only thing that keeps me from going that direction is the fact that they tend to play better against better teams. But I don't know if a seven or 10 seed in the second round is going to be something that these guys get that up for. I know they'd be up for the three seed or the four seed or any name opponent, you know, in the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. I feel like if they just get through the first weekend, they would be dangerous. But there's some sort of mental component to this team. it's, it's incomplete. Something is lacking and I don't know what it is. And I don't know if Brad Underwood knows what it is. And that's a scary thought to feel like the coach may not know what buttons to push all the time. He's pushed a lot of buttons and he's pushed them well this year, but there are these extended moments. Sometimes it's a five minute stretch, like in the Baylor game where you lost it in a five minute stretch, but even against lesser teams, a five minute stretch where all of a sudden, you know, Purdue goes on a 19, nothing run, but then there's some extended periods of basketball where they just stink. This is like at Nebraska. And fortunately for you, Nebraska is god-awful. Michigan State's better than Nebraska, clearly. And right now, as they're up 10, it's difficult to see this game flipping on a dime. If Illinois is going to win this, it's going to be one of those 20-minute efforts. And it's going to go down to the very end of it. And if they win by one, that's fine. We move on. We have the concerns, and we should have concerns about this. But... Goodness gracious. (laughs) What can you say? What can you say? Right on Twitter, there were people that said, Carp, are you surprised? It's not that I'm surprised, you know, but I am, I'm disappointed. I'm not surprised because we've seen it before, but I'm disappointed because this late in the season, I thought that there might be a change. A switch was flipped. And again, that switch being flipped is not, you're going to beat Michigan State by 30. It's that you aren't going to stink that bad for an entire half, go down 10 and see some of your veteran players like Georgie be an absolute moron out there and that's a strong word but he was doing moronic things in that entire half and when that's one of your veteran guys I'm I'm picking on him a little bit but that that was all over the place I can excuse Coleman Hawkins the freshman who's still figuring out how to play at this level and he's playing his butt off I can excuse that I can't excuse it for Georgie I don't know why DeMonte's chirping there at the end of it. You're down 10, DeMonte. Just walk away, please. Don't do not do that stuff. Like, that's, that's become his thing, and I don't know why that's become his thing. Kofi, you're a sophomore. You're still relatively young, but you're bigger than all of them, and you really were not good at all in that first half. Two great dunks, but you should be much better and more productive against this Michigan State team. Now, is this going to be like that Northwestern podcast from back in the day where I had the big rant, and then they had the second half for the ages? I don't think so. It it, it seems like this is a night where Michigan State is playing for their tournament hopes, and we knew that coming in, but I still thought we could have gotten the win by just executing and getting it done, and they aren't. Now, before I get too long-winded here, we are going to bring on the guys. It looks like Trevor, Isaac, and my buddy Andrew are going to pop on, so we're going to have a full house, and frankly, I'll be happy to delegate to them for some of this, because if this continues, there's just not a whole hell of a lot to say. But before we get too far into this, a reminder, the 200 level is brought to you by DP Doe, online at dpdough.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at dpdough.com. Get custom zones with any topping you want or some of their favorites, the Buffer Zone, the Maui Wowie. that was my choice back in college, and they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. Again, that's dpdo.com. Use coupon code Mike for DPDoe.com. Rector Construction online at R-E-C-T-O-R construction.com. Serving East Central Illinois and the Champaign-Urbana community. They give back to their community. These guys are terrific in terms of giving back with charity and different causes. And there was even, I think, after the big snow we got, they were helping people dig out their driveways. Knowing the guys that work there, I'm not at all surprised by that but they also do great work. So whether it's a new roof or a crawl space inspection or anything in between, go to RectorConstruction.com. That's R-E-C-T-O-R-Construction.com for a free estimate today. Got to thank State Farm Agent Brian Hanson. All mine at Brian is my guy.com Life auto home, business renters, you name it. We got our homeowners an auto bundle from him, and it has been as easy of a process as you could hope for. Moving houses, Brian and his staff took care of us, and you get the great State Farm prices to boot. So go to BrianismyGuy.com. That is BrianismyGuy.com for State Farm agent Brian Hansen. And finally, Fourth and Kirby. All mine at Kirby.com. They have a great new T-shirt. Illinois two one seven. It's going fast off of the shelves, so you might want to get yours today. Use coupon code 200LEVEL for 10% off your order. And then be on the lookout for a new T-shirt next week. I'm getting it. That's for darn sure. I can't say who it is, but let's just say it's one of my all-time favorites, and we're going to have him on the show to talk about this T-shirt. It's going to be pretty cool, I assure you. and Use coupon code 200LEVEL for 10% off your order at 4thandKirby.com. Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network, part of the... Uh, Partners, excuse me, with the 200 level. So here we are. We're about 10 minutes into this thing. I just had to get going before we got to the second half and got the guys on. Disappointing. And many puns I'm sure we can come up with for a bad performance. But I hope that we can change the narrative here in the second half and win an ugly game. That's what you're going to have to do if you get out of East Lansing with a win. But boy, oh boy, uh, whether you do or not, to see this happen on February 23rd, To that degree, that is a little concerning considering the NCAA tournament starts in four weeks. All right, let's get the guys on here. All right, as we get underway here in the second half, in just a bit, they got the stats up currently on my stream, and it is 24% from the field for Illinois. Not at all surprised by that. 53% from Michigan State. And not at all surprised by that. So I guess, Isaac, if we're trying to find a silver lining in all of this, it is that you're only down 10. Because when you're over 12 on layups and you're shooting that poorly anyways, it's a bit of surprise that this didn't get out of hand.
1: I, I don't know how to pull any positive out of that. But yeah, I guess if you're looking for the silver lining, I just tweeted out, you could have shot less than 50% from, for layups, right? So five for 12 and this game would be tied right now. So, even if you were like 40 something percent from layups, you would be tied. So, just nothing was going your way. You, I mean, the refs weren't on your side, but that definitely was not why you're losing by 10 right now. And this team just continues to be that roller coaster of a team. But it's just right when you think we're over this stuff, you go right back and do it. And by the way, the second half is
0: of- underway here. So, we are at 1955.
1: Go ahead, Isaac. It just it, it all seems like a lot of it is fixable. I mean, when are you ever going to shoot 0% on layups? <laughs> like that's that's yeah. that's like Underwood's first year when you had no bigs, first couple of years, you know, when the a few years ago when you played Michigan State, they came to Champaign and had like 50 dunks on you cuz you had no big. Mm-hmm. And see, this is what I would expect if michigan state was number five and illinois was unranked on the bubble but it's like roles are reversed
0: we got 36 26 misses the first of two free throws so we got 1952 to go in the second half you know andrew i was saying i had a little preamble before i brought you guys on and i'm not even so much angry Io makes a second i'm not even so much angry and part of that is probably you know finally my symptoms have resolved from the second shot but i'm just sort of like out of it right So I I think I didn't quite get up for this game as a fan. And as a fan, that's okay, because we got so many games in the next uh, week and a half to look forward to. You aren't going to get up for each one equally. But it does seem like this team, unfortunately, has a bit of that same attitude, where depending on the matchup and what night of the week it is and when the tip-off is, sometimes they're there and sometimes they aren't.
2: Yeah, I, I tend to think like... I, I just think these games are so tough. Like we were, we were talking about it before, like going to Michigan state, even in a down year for them, it, it's like, it's East Lansing and we're on the road and and they're playing for something. I mean, this stretch of their schedule is huge for them. And, and I think they probably believe that they have a chance to make the tournament. If, if everything goes their way, the rest of the way, which will be tough for them. But yeah, I, I mean, the big 10 is tough. Uh, I'm really curious to see what we're able to, to do in the second half and, a lot of basketball still to be
0: played. Yeah, I mean, that is the silver lining. you got 19 14 to go. Iowa picks up an interesting foul call on that because it was a loose ball situation. Michigan State misses a bunny, but they make the second uh, putback there. That's Bingham, I believe, who has been very good. And Kofi's not been good, Isaac. 19 minutes to go. Kofi, for going against a smaller lineup, and I know the guy on him right now isn't too small. I think that's Gabe Brown. You know, he's just, as he turns the ball over here, almost. you got to have better. From your borderline first-team All-American, I know he won't make it, but you know he'll be a second-team All-American, first-team All-Big Ten. You got to have better, you know. And and this late in the season, I don't need Kofi to go for twenty and ten every game, but I need more than this when it's a favorable matchup.
1: It is frustrating, and again, I think it comes back to the layups because this is the Kofi you saw a lot last year. You know, he he could get himself close to the rim, but it felt like he couldn't make it. And as the season has progressed this year, he's gotten so much better at finishing around the rim. But if you saw in that first half, he just had a few freshman-type misses. And the second foul he picked up was Bogus. And, uh, I, I mean, because Kofi barely played the first half, considered what he normally plays. But like you said, that you need better than what you just got from Kofi. And even Iowa was two for nine in the first half, so... I'm fine riding, riding Kofi and Io for this one if it gets you another victory. Yep. I like what Andrew said, too, though. I mean, it's the Big Ten, so we were mistaken if we thought it was going to be an easy game. Yeah, I, and I didn't. I really didn't.
0: I thought that this was going to be one where you would not win with style points. Io fortunately corrals that, and he makes a layup. That was a, a little bit messy there, but nine-point lead for Michigan State with 18.30 to go. Yeah, I actually thought this was going to be kind of the opposite in the Minnesota game, but I had, over the last seven-game win streak— even with the Nebraskas and the Northwesterns of the world, figured that they had turned the corner in that they wouldn't do that for an entire half. And especially now that all these goals, as Langford makes another shot, Michigan State's red hot. Um, but, you know, Andrew, this is an Illinois team that could get a one seed. They could, and that's why you know it's all about matchups in the NCAA tournament i think i shifted my focus when michigan won on sunday i shifted my focus to okay here's the path to a 1 seed and that of course included not losing what would be considered probably a bad loss against michigan state when you look at all the metrics
2: yeah i was i was um when i was like when i was thinking about it i mean obviously it'd be amazing to be a 1 seed but i think the most important thing in this tournament is just just the fir- the longer you can avoid having to play either Baylor or Gonzaga, uh, I-, I wouldn't mind if we get a two and we-, and we don't have to play one of those teams until the final four. And – yeah, I mean, I, I think that we can beat anyone, but I think those two those two teams are far superior to anybody else that I've seen in college basketball this year.
0: Yeah, and I think the scary thing about that with the, the one-seed situation is, okay, we get a board here, we're down nine. I'm seeing a little bit more energy with Illinois, but Michigan State has certainly not let up either. Nine-point lead, 17.04 to go, Trent with a long two. That was an interesting shot choice. But yeah, the scary thing to me, Andrew, with that is how when you see some projected seeds come out, I think they try to avoid putting teams from the same conference as a one and two as Michigan State gets a rebound and a put back 42 to 31. Listen, Michigan State's going to win this game unless something drastically changes,
1: Isaac. You know, it's they want it more than Illinois does. It's just, yeah. I mean, very, I'm not getting all over Trent for that, but this is a really, really dumb shot. Um, and then that leads into they've had so many opportunities. And I mean, you're not going to Langford did just make a turnaround jump shot, but then really, you're not going to box him out. I think that was Io's guy, even. That it's was, just, yeah, I think you're right. It was Io's guy. It's just one of those nights where your head's up your butt and Michigan State's making stuff. So, but your head is so far up your butt right now. <laughs> I would, I would like Chicago State's chances against you tonight. Obviously, that's dramatic, but like, Come on. This is this is it, yeah, I mean, if there's gross. one thing to sum this
2: up, if there's one thing to sum this up, I'm looking at the box score now. I mean, Kofi Kofi should be absolutely dominating. Not yes. the mindset of dominating. He has 3 rebounds and to put that into context, uh Langford, a 6-4 guard on their team averaging 2.6 rebounds a game has 12.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where everything that Michigan state needed to go right to get an upset bid is going right. And you couple that with Illinois playing poorly. And that's just, that's not a good recipe. I was a little bit worried after Saturday when Michigan state right now, they're by the way, reviewing a play where Kofi got hacked and seeing if he got hit in the face. And I don't know if they're going to be able to call flagrant on it. Cause they could argue that he's going for the ball there, but he did get Kofi on the top of the head. Kofi has been getting beat up Isaac, but, you know there's also been just some erratic finishes around the rim and it's one of those things where uh, the color commentator i'm glad he said it he mentioned how kofi gets fouled more than anyone fouled without getting the fouls actually called than anyone he's seen in a long time i don't disagree with that but there's been enough open uh, opportunities for him that he's not finishing
1: oh yeah and like i said it's it's just like freshman year kofi it seems like but he, he's coming along again. Like it was one of those first halves where he didn't even play that much. So, and the fouls are so so. It makes it's going to make his whole first half look really bad. But, um, I know a retired NBA referee said this about LeBron a few years ago. Basically, um, LeBron makes fouls look like not fouls because he's just so big and bulky. Yeah. And I feel like that's how Kofi is. I mean, Kofi just got, pretty much an elbow across the forehead and he acted like a ladybug landed on him. You know, like he's just so big. I'm not saying the refs, you know, need the benefit of the doubt because most of the time, big 10 refs are morons, but like I can see how it would be harder to ref a guy like Kofi because simple contact is not going to phase him at all. Real quick uh, as we got a break here. Oh, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, maybe Kofi just needs to complain after every call like LeBron and then, uh, yeah. and then kind of shift it.
0: Because <laughs> think about it. He does not complain. I will give Kofi that. He was frustrated after that one because he got hit in the face, understandably. But, you know, he does not really have any histrionics. When he gets fouled, he, it seems like Kofi's go-to move is he smiles or laughs, even when things are going bad. And I don't know if that's like a as Champagne Shower tweeted out a coping mechanism when you're down 10 on the road against Michigan State or even the Nebraska game that Kofi was laughing the entire way through. And I'm like, what what are you laughing about? But yeah, you're right. He doesn't complain, Andrew. And I think about other guys in the league, in the conference, the Luka Garces of the world. And I think there is something to be said. You got to play the refs a little bit. I don't know if that's something you coach. I mean, I, I, I suppose that Brad Underwood could say, Kofi, you know, hey, just milk it a little bit. Maybe it would help.
2: Yeah, the game within the game. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that in college athletics, but it is definitely a thing in the NBA.
0: You know what's bothering me is I mentioned this during a little intro segment that I had, and I started recording with two minutes left in the first half when you kind of knew that nothing much drastic was going to happen, that it was a crappy half, and this is a crappy game, and it's probably not going to change. But there was a moment with a minute to go where Georgie and DeMonte are jawing with Michigan state. Now I don't mind that depending on the context, but when you're down 10 on the road and it seems Isaac, we've talked about this, how DeMonte's default thing this year, he does some awesome things on the court. There's no doubt, but he's taken that bulldog thing to this. Almost. If I were an opposing fan, I'd be almost annoyed. Oh wait, here goes DeMonte again, jawing at one of our guys. And I don't, I don't like that. And I don't like Georgie saying anything because he was God awful in the first half. He shouldn't open his mouth, frankly.
1: Yeah. Trevor's probably happy. He was at the station. So he couldn't watch that, uh, DeMonte scuffle. And again, Georgie started it, but yeah, Demonte's kind of been like that bouncer bodyguard type guy, but it's like a lot of times it's very unnecessary. Um, and oh my gosh, uh,
0: so we have an inbounds here. Adam Miller, of course, gets blocked. He can't finish around the rim. 42 to 31. So we had a common foul. No no flagrant. And I think, honestly, that was probably, you know, flagrant would it mean intent of some kind. So three fouls for Michigan State, one for Illinois. Illinois trailing by 11. So despite maybe a little better energy to start this half, Michigan State is still kind of out here kicking your ass. We got Lankford with the ball up top to Rocket Watts with eight on the shot clock. Quick reset here. And it looks like he's just going to have to launch this from deep. Hopefully Trent is ready over the top of the screen. It is up. It is no good. A long rebound. But it looks like we're going – it's a foul on Trent. So it's going to be three shots for Michigan State. Boy, oh, boy, guys. We might have to end this podcast. Uh, <laughs> if this gets out of hand, what, what Andrew, do you think that's is the – That's not a foul. It's not. It's, that's a terrible call. Andrew, what is the point of no return here? The way Michigan State's playing – I'm talking like margin and time left in the game. What, what do you feel like might be a point of no return? The way these two teams are playing. Hmm. I'm almost um, thinking eight minutes, thirteen point lead, something like that. I, I don't think Michigan State is going to let up in terms of intensity or anything.
2: Yeah, I think at the I think at the seven or eight minute mark, if it's if it's a fifteen point game or more, uh, it, it might be it might be a. Too much of a long shot for us to be totally invested in it. Rocket Watts makes the second.
0: It is a 12-point lead. Danger zone already with 16 minutes to go. And, you know, the good news is there is plenty of game left. As Rocket Watts is about to take his third shot, I don't think we're going to take – I think the timeout at 1630, they're calling that the under 16. So I don't think we're going to take another commercial break for a bit. Just a reminder, 200 Level is brought to you by DP Doe, online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at DPDO.com. All right. Free throws, Illinois 9 for 12, Michigan Two for seven, and you're down 12 points. That just goes to how good they're from the field and how bad you've been from the field. Io to Trent. Trent, pump fake. Finds Kofi. Kofi gets blocked.
1: That might have been the luckiest block I've ever seen. And take here
0: from Michigan State, and they get fouled.
1: Was it just me or not even like looking?
0: Oh, no, that was pretty nice. Bingham's a good defender. He is. He's lanky, but he's got, I mean, super Jeez. long. Okay, so Kofi now is getting blocked on dunks. Georgie gets blocked by the rim on a dunk. We have Michigan State going to the line. I don't know if they're going. Are they going to the line here, Isaac?
1: Yeah, they are. I didn't, I don't know. I definitely didn't think that was a shooting foul, but here we are.
0: I think, I think the wheels could fall out today, guys. Like, I think this could actually get worse
1: before it gets better. We just don't. We don't look like a ranked team even tonight. Like, as far good as the Minnesota game looked, this couldn't be worse. Like, I wasn't expecting Minnesota-like performance, especially on offense, but I was definitely expecting 40, 50 points by now.
0: Yeah, or not giving up 45 to Michigan State in 25 minutes of play. I know Michigan State's playing better right now, but there's a reason that their net ranking is 70-something, their strength of schedule is 140. I mean, they haven't won many games against good teams. So it's one thing that if they were playing you tight, because their tournament lives are hanging on this game. I mean, if they beat Illinois, I don't know if that vaults them to Im- immediately in the tournament, but they're in the conversation. I think they got a favorable schedule left. All right, we got 15-10 to go. We have DeMonte gonna inbound it from underneath. We need to go on a quick six-nothing run or something. Get a single digits at the next under 12 timeout Iowa with the ball up top 15 minutes to go. He's going to get a pick. Uh, no, he doesn't take it from Kofi taking it left tries to find Kofi and he can't corral. it. It's going the other way. We got a break here from Michigan state. Trent tries to stop the ball and we got a layup from Michigan state. It's a 16 point lead. And guys, I, I I don't know. This is Andrew. It's more than, Oh, go, go ahead. Isaac.
1: I, I mean, I was just going to be kind of like a baby. But the, every time we think they can't top their worst, they do. I mean, this is undeniably the worst stretch of 25 minutes of basketball you played.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think it is. Because even Nebraska, considering the opponent, it, it it felt like, yeah, you weren't all there. But you weren't getting completely killed in terms of energy i think nebraska that night if i recall that friday night they were hitting some shots that you think ah give me a break but michigan state is actually getting these shots fairly easily they are not i mean there's a reason they're shooting this well i don't think the defense has been good essentially from the first four minutes where i thought illinois was playing the same kind of defense they were against minnesota but andrew if we were to have a carryover effect from this game and i don't want to i always want to caution myself because I know good teams can have bad performances that that goes without saying. But this late in the year, if this were january twenty third, I don't think this would give me that pit in the stomach thing quite like it does on february twenty third when you're four weeks away from the NCAA tournament or three and a half. And I'm just worried that in the maybe in the two fifteen matchup or the three fourteen, depending if you get a two or three seed, I think you'll sneak out of that no matter what. But you know, you play a ten seed or something in the second round that's essentially the caliber of a team you're playing in Michigan state. And for whatever reason, this team cannot find that consistency if they aren't playing good to great teams.
2: Yeah. I mean, their performance like to this point has been, I, I would say borderline like unacceptable. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I-, I don't know. Like, I think the hard thing is like, we're just playing off. Like, I don't even know if there's one thing to correct or yeah. like double down on. I, I was shooting terribly. Um, Kerbel hasn't hasn't been involved at all. Like I, I would be curious, especially because earlier in the season it seemed like he was kind of the go-to guy to 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 be a spark plug and kind of change his, a, a stagnant offense. Um, I wonder if Underwood puts him in and says, "Hey, just like create, just go to the basket, like kick it out, get wow. open shots." Because um, to your point earlier, we just need like a six or 7-0 run, and we just can't get anything going. No.
0: And, and if we do get a nice offensive set, Michigan State goes right back down. And if they don't make the first shot, they get a second chance point. And that's the thing. It's if it's not one thing, it's the other. I think I did get a reply. I had I tweeted out. Why are we running the offense through Coleman Hawkins? And I got a reply from Ashley Hawkins that said, because WTF is anyone else doing Mike? And I said, a oh, fair point. I mean, because it actually is. No one else is doing anything. I, I assume that the last name Hawkins that maybe is a sister or something. I don't know. Isaac, do you have any idea if Coleman Hawkins has a sister that plays basketball
1: at Evansville? Do you have any idea? I don't, but a lot of times uh, D1 athletes are related. Like a lot of times families, you know, all the siblings are just really good athletes. So that would not surprise me. But hey, not to make things worse, but just remember Iowa just won at the Breslin like a week, week and a half ago. Smoked him. 85 55. So, yeah. um, that, that makes things, I'll put that in perspective.
0: Yeah. I, it's just, it's, it's stinky tonight. want we'll to come up with some snide episode title. Quick reminder, the 200 level, if you are still listening at this point, in the podcast and you're a glutton for punishment, we appreciate it. Got to thank fourth and Kirby online at fourth and com. Listen, even after this stinky performance, he's still got a pretty good basketball team. I mean, they, they are despite tonight. And he still needed some Alani swag, especially now that the temperatures are warming up. So go to fourthandkirby.com. Use coupon code 200LEVEL for 10% off your order at fourthandkirby.com. We have Andre Crabello who had one of the worst four-minute stretches I've ever seen as Trent just falls over. Sure, why not? What the hell is going on? It's going to be Michigan State ball. We got another scrum. Let's hope they don't... Oh, my God. DeMonte's pulling Andre Curbelo.
2: It's... I'm starting to think about Underwood. Just think about the locker room after this game. I would not want to be a player. These I, guys are uh, going get, to gonna get a uh, a wrath of, of all hell from Underwood. At a certain point, when it becomes
0: clear you aren't going to win the game, I wonder if there's a message you send almost like a Gene Hackman and Hoosiers thing where you just put in the scrubs with 10 minutes to go and just say screw it and and just put the scrubs in and try to send a message. I don't know if that has any sort of impact or if that would be effective or not, but... but also here's the flip side is that you got to come home and play Nebraska on Thursday, Thursday at six. We got a foul on Corbello because that's what he does. He fouls on defense. And then you have a game at Wisconsin on Saturday at one o'clock. So you have two games in 36 hours, essentially. And I I don't know, Andrew, this is a pickle, Uh, you know, for the coaching staff. I thought that they would hold serve these next two games and that there was a chance they'd go one and two. In the last three on the road. I think after the Minnesota game, I was more hopeful that they'd maybe win at Wisconsin, at Ohio State, lose at Michigan, something like that. It's way too easy. DeMonte, defensive stopper, just gets taken right there from Aaron Henry. We got another stoppage in play. I mean, here's the thing. What makes this even worse is that the second half is dragging on. We played six minutes of game time in 25 real-time minutes. We don't need this game to drag on. No one, no one needs to see this for that long. Oh, my good Lord. Nine for 34 from the field. You got Andre Curbelo, Kofi, Trent, Jacob Grandison, and Curbelo throws it off the foot of Rocket Watts. By the way, for those that you might hear a weird edit in the recording, I, I dropped an F-bomb, so I had to go back and clean that up. Boy, if this Ashley Hawkins is defending Coleman Hawkins' honor. That'll teach me to not tweet anything about a player i and here's the thing andrew you know we're older isaac's a young whippersnapper at 23 we're in our mid-30s now and i feel a little bit weird i don't know, about you andrew criticizing individual players that are 20 years old or whatever under cabella with a nice take here do you get that sense like i, I do feel a little bit icky after having done that maybe i shouldn't have.
2: Yeah. I'm not a father yet, but I I understand father like tendencies. Sure, wanna, you're right. You're protecting. You want to speak to them and like teach them something or how they can do better. It's yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure what to make of that, but yeah, okay. some okay. some self awareness for sure that I'm getting older when I watch these games.
0: Hey, way up there for Trent. That was a nice defensive set right there. We get Corbella with the turnover. Nice hustle play. So it's a 14 point lead, and I think. Hey, somehow some way, Isaac, you could still get it single digits at the under 12 timeout. I don't know if you will or not, but you can. We got uh, Demonte on Aaron Henry. That's way too easy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: what is Kofi doing exactly?
1: I don't know how Oh my god. What
0: is Kofi I mean, What is the actually what is Kofi's kind of,
1: impact? Kind
2: of, on? These kind of games just show that Kofi I mean Kofi's going to have no choice.
1: But to come back to school again That was on Like that was on Curbello though Like I think but still The foul was, was but where's Kofi I mean he's just I in no know. man's land This is just like Probably unnecessary crack at basketball But like that foul on Iowa at the beginning of this half When players are just going for the ball It just feels like the ref calls a foul When they see any contact And they just take a guess on who it was on Like um, yep. yeah. And the fact yeah, that I Iowa- accurate. Oh, it scares me. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think it's an injury oh, or anything.
0: In. But, oh, he's back. Okay, so we got Corbello. Georgie's back in. Look out. 12.57 to go. It's a 12-4 scoring run for Michigan State. They've had a lot of those kinds of runs today, and we got a foul on Michigan State, so this freaking half is just going to drag, and we're going to have to watch this crap fest for another 35 freaking minutes. Garbage basketball. Garbage performance. Pisses me off. It actually pisses me off now that I feel better. Kind of wish I was lethargic like I was earlier today, so I wouldn't get this vitriol watching a freaking basketball
2: this, this is your third dose of <laughs> the medicine.
0: Well, <laughs> it's one of those things where I don't like the feeling of waking up. Here's the thing: I didn't come into this game with a whole lot of energy. So, if, you know, presuming we lose, which we probably will at this point, Kofi is gets fouled, but presuming we lose tomorrow. I'm going to wake up and be like, that just kind of sucked. I think I'll move on fairly quick because you got so many games coming up. And, but you know what I'm kind of tired of is actually feeling like I keep recalibrating expectations. Like it's almost exhausting because I think the likeliest thing, and I still would have said this coming in tonight was a two seed and that what you were playing for was not a big 10 title. That wasn't going to happen in all likelihood the way Michigan's playing, but you were at least going to play for a one seed. And, you you aren't if you play like this and lose to Michigan State as Kofi, of course, misses the first free throw. I Yeah. Basically, guys, I, I got I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this afterwards if I'm gonna feel like nothing or feel worse.
2: Well, the the one the one the other silver lining is that sometimes it's better to lose by twenty than to lose by one or two points. Like at the end of the mm-hmm. day, it doesn't really it's not college football where you know you're trying to get the the BCS uh I don't even know what that remember that <sighs> system, but um sometimes you just for lack of a better term just get your ass and i think it's good that we play again soon like i I wouldn't want a week to go by before we play again
0: demonte is not wanting to shoot that three you notice that he does his pump fake but he's not fooling anybody when he does that we got kofi misses a dunk i know he was fouled but
1: (laughs) before the point guys like i don't know what else to say and that's not good analysis but like it's almost like Murphy's Law. Anything at this point that could go wrong is going to go wrong. It feels like that's probably just being dramatic. but
0: No, I don't think... I mean, the oh. way this game is going, it's not. Uh, Kofi's going to go the line, God forbid. I, I don't even want to watch this. <sighs> it's so weird because... Yeah, I mentioned earlier just continuing to recalibrate expectations, and I don't think, Andrew, it's unreasonable to still think this is a top-five caliber team. So that's why... You know, when you got the nation... I mean, in in essence, it's the early game on a Tuesday night, FS1. People tuning in to see the potential national player of the year, Kofi Coburn. You got all these storylines of this Illinois team. And then they see this, and they are going to come away thinking, well, that's it? And rightly so. Because its it, it just makes you wonder, what is in the water? Why? Why is it that they are so incapable of consistently just bringing even a B effort, a B effort. It's either a plus or it's a C minus, and it's never just that solid B and just get it done.
2: Yeah. I don't have an answer. I don't know. I feel like the program, like these guys play for each other. I think they're high character guys. I think they are one team, one unit. Um, Maybe the big 10 is just that tough. I mean, certainly tonight it looks like more of an effort thing. But I can't put my finger on it. It's it's uh this is like not the team that we've been watching.
0: Kofi gets tied up here. We had a three from Andre Corbello. Why not? 18 point Michigan State weed. Wow. Uh phew. and another second uh second chance point. I need to look at the offensive re Let's see if I do this, it's just gonna aggravate me. Check out the offensive rebounds here. Oh crap. I said Trevor's in the waiting room. Sorry uh let's get you on here trevor one second trevor my my apologies i got the enter exit chime off on my zoom so when kids come in late or something it doesn't interrupt class but trevor man you've missed a good one. Oh, he's still connecting to audio here tre-
2: tre- maybe trevor's exactly what we need to turn this thing around there's still 10 minutes left like. we'll,
0: we'll take any sort of good mojo that we can get uh one sec here I'm sending him a text so he knows as well. (laughs) Uh, One of those nights, even on the Zoom front, as we get Trevor on the horn, a quick reminder, the 200 level is brought to you by Rector Construction, R-E-C-T-O-R, construction.com for everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. That's Rector Construction, R-E-C-T-O-R, construction.com. Today, no, I'm just kidding. We, We did that advertising talk on Saturday. Boy, Isaac, wasn't Saturday's podcast a lot of fun? That was a good time.
1: Those were really the good old days. Yep.
0: Trevor, you on the horn. I, I see that you are now connected to audio. What did I miss? Well boy, where to begin? Uh, I you know, you missed what, about fifteen minutes of game time? I know you were in in transit from the station back home. So what what did you actually first miss? Half, okay, that's not and I just tuned in about five minutes ago. Well you picked a good game to miss most of it. And you had a bad feeling, Trevor. You had texted us and I think I was trying to keep those bad vibes at bay and just think ah we'll win an ugly game tonight but when did you first think "Uh uh-oh like when was it today
3: yeah I I didn't think it was going to be this bad obviously my first uh uh-oh was just when Michigan State had a 52 point second half and and came back to beat Indiana on Saturday because you know I know that was before the Minnesota game but I just thought if Michigan State loses this game to Indiana they're pretty much dead I mean there's, there's, there's almost no physical way that they could Turn it around enough to make some type of a postseason hope remain alive. But then they have what the MSU beat writers called by far their best half of the season in a comeback effort and a win. And I just started to think, well, you know, I, I, I wasn't that worried about it, but I just thought, you know, you don't love to be facing a team at home, a team that you've historically struggled with, as many have. Uh, and coming off their most exuberant half of the year. Yeah. Uh, those those worries were quickly uh, calmed by the Minnesota game. But just as, I, I don't know, I just woke up today and I thought, I don't I don't love this. Now, to me, that was Illinois wins 74-72 in Michigan State covers. That wasn't, I don't love this, as in they're going to be down 16 halfway through the second half with 36 points.
0: You know, and and the difference, I think, Trevor, as bad as, go back to the first half of that Northwestern game, That was awful, and there was no indication that we were going to just flip the switch. But you also got to consider your opponent. I think that you hit on it that Saturday I even texted you guys and said, man, Michigan State stinks, and then they didn't stink. It's like I almost, you know, I don't believe in jinxes, but might as well have been one. And for now, let's see, 20 plus 20 plus 8. So basically 50 consecutive minutes of basketball. They've been really good. And that's one thing, if they were really good. But you compound that with the fact that you've been awful. And I know Michigan State has a little bit of a hand in it. I think they've defended well tonight. They're rebounding well, as they often do. But this is uh, this is just a really bad mix of a team playing their best ball. And unfortunately, Trevor, I think another one of those situations where Illinois just, uh, as Isaac eloquently put it, just has their head up their butt. Very far up the butt.
3: Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> nice. I think that um, it was the... It, this is the most drastic example of a back-to-back, right? In terms of Saturday, you saw pretty much, uh, what would you call it? the Death Star is fully operational. Yeah. And tonight you see the just the complete, utter opposite of that, uh, which is extremely frustrating. Being just turnovers, Illinois shooting themselves in the foot, Michigan State isn't helping, obviously, with a strong shooting night, and, and their length on defense is definitely bothering Illinois. But I, I think it's just such a stark contrast of, Saturday shows you what can happen when everything is clicking on all cylinders. And tonight is an example of what can happen when nothing is.
0: Wow. Michigan State just makes a baseline jumper to go up 19. They're, they're making everything, but they're open shots. I mean, Andrew, as you watch this game, have you gotten the sense that Michigan State is just on one of those heaters? I, I, I mean, there is a little bit of that, but it does seem like there aren't many contested shots. And meanwhile, everything that Illinois takes, they got hands in their face as we got to, Awful turnover from Corbello Langford. will take it himself. We get a block from IO, but yeah, Andrew, it just seems like everything that Illinois does on offense, it is labored and everything that Michigan state does. It's open.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've watched basketball my whole life. I'm like dumbfounded. This is this game to analyze it. Uh, like, I don't want to oversimplify, but yeah, everything that's, that's going well for Michigan state is not going well for us. And, uh, yeah, zero for twelve layups. The first half just absolutely kills us. Um, Seven. Yeah, I wonder if this is one of those oh, games where like Underwood just throws the tape away. Like, I'm sure there's yeah. some stuff they can take from this, and it's and it's insulating the season. So, like, uh, I'm sure he's going to want to see what Michigan State did and tried to do to stop us because it obviously worked. But yeah, this is just this is just a, an awful game.
0: I thought the Nebraska game was going to be the lethargic performance this week and that you would be able to get away with it because it's at home and being sandwiched in between two road games at Michigan State and at Wisconsin somehow okay so Michigan State misses one there it's weird that when you're down 17 and Michigan State misses a shot I'm like oh oh maybe maybe here we go 17 point freaking game with 10 minutes to go Cribello is taking it to the rim and it is up and in nice little scoop layup there so we got a 15 point game Trevor or Isaac do you feel it
1: I am at a two on the feel it scale.
3: Trevor, where are you at the feel it scale? <laughs> I'll prices right him at one and a half.
0: Okay, one and a half. I will. Uh, Andrew, or where are you? Fe- how are you feeling it on a one to ten scale? Um, I'll I'll say two point one. Two point one. Okay, I'll go one point three. Demonte gets called for a foul here, and I need to see the replay on that because it seemed oh, like a nice scoop. My. Let's check this out. Uh oh, that was a the block. They're showing the IO block on Langford. This one, okay. Now they're showing the IO. Put that's fine. But did you see a replay on that, Isaac, by chance?
1: No, I think I'm like a second behind you. But that was not a foul. Yeah, it, I, it didn't look that. like it. It didn't look like it. But
0: here's a three from Michigan State. Oh, they miss it. Okay, so if you can get it to single digits of the under eight. You gotta hurry to do that, but you're down fifteen. There's nine thirty to go. You know what would be really frustrating, Trevor, is if you get another Missouri where you just have a mad dash to the finish. And they you're like, Well, why well, did you guys I have mean, to suck
3: for thirty minutes? Right. That's what this sets up to be. And I've told you guys before, nothing the only thing more annoying than a bad loss is is like a fake rally and a slightly bad loss, in my opinion, because the bulk of the game was one thing. And yet, you know, kind of the narrative walking away from it as well, you know, and you saw this so many times with, with gross teams, right? Where Indiana would go up 56 to 33, but then you lost 80 to 69 and the narrative was, well, you know, that second half performance, Right? they fought, man, <laughs> they fought. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I just tweeted this as I was sitting down, getting ready to come in here. It's just, it, it's almost more annoying when like, there's this sudden hyper motivation, energy, anger, and it's like, I know human emotion is a weird thing and like, it is what it is, but it's just one of those things where I go like, okay, where was this? Like you might see a seven Oh burst and it's like, they are fired up and mad. They won't take this any longer. And it's like, well, we wouldn't have gotten here if you wouldn't have taken it from the start, you know?
0: You know, my nightmare scenario is, is that you have that happen in March in the tournament, you know, where you have this mad dash after you just stink it up you know, this team out of all the teams that are vying for a one seed, which is kind of silly to say now, is you're you're still down 13 at Michigan State, but coming into tonight, you were vying for a one seed. Out of all of them, I, I would say that we have maybe the third highest ceiling after Gonzaga and Baylor because of the one-two punch. And good lord, it just uh, Georgie's late on everything. There, there's there's no point to him tonight. He's been abysmal. Corbello takes it back the other end, so you get two right back, but. Uh, My point being that – oh, God, what was my point? I don't even know. Andrew, you brought it up earlier that sometimes it is better just lose by 20. I mean, that maybe you can – it's easier to wash away a loss like that and that maybe it's not one of those that you look at the tape. But if all of a sudden you lose by five,
1: then, uh, yeah, it's just – I don't know. What is Curbelo doing right there? Like, doesn't he know – I mean, I, he kind of got fouled there, but he, every basketball player knows you cannot ever jump onto the back of another player, but that was a travel. I am worried about him long-term,
0: and the reason is, is that he just does an inordinately large amount of dumb things, even for a freshman that go beyond the fact that he plays fast, right? It's one thing We're to de- have mistakes because you're, you're playing at a speed higher than anybody else. But there's another thing to just literally, like you said, Isaac, be
1: falling on top of people. We're definitely not blaming this loss or this deficit on Trebello. No, but if you remember the first five seconds, he went into the game, Michigan state went on a six Oh run because he had like three turnovers back to back to back. And that was huge for momentum. And it's just when you get good Curbelo, it really helps you. But when you get bad Curbello, it can really hurt you. And I mean, a close game like that, when you Michigan States in the bonus, he can't be jumping on the backs of guys, but and he's really struggled to shoot too. So hopefully that's something that the coaches can develop in the next couple of years.
2: 15
0: point it's, lead. It's be,
1: oh, go ahead, Andrew.
2: It's, it's going to be super interesting. Our team next year, uh, And, like, regardless if if Kofi comes back, I think, like, I think Curbelo and Adam Miller are huge question marks. They're both obviously really talented. They could develop quickly. But I could also see, to your point, Mike, like, I could also see Curbelo, like, as our starting point guard next year being really sloppy. And we're, like, a middle to lower the middle pack Big Ten team.
0: That's my concern. Uh, You know, here's the thing. We know the ceiling is sky high for him, but he kind of embodies this Illinois team, and I I feel a little bit bad saying that about a freshman, but he embodies them in that there's those moments where we're like, oh, my God, wow. And then there's those moments like, what the hell are you doing? And and there's not much in between. I'm trying to think of games where I've just been like, hey, Curbelo was all right tonight. It's usually, oh, God, he was terrible, or oh, man, that was just fantastic, Curbelo, tonight. And it just seems, you know, the, the flashes that he shows they kind of trickle up to the rest of the team as they are still down 14 with eight and a half to go. They are not chipping into this, Trevor. It, at this point, it is what it is, I feel
3: like. I, I don't know if I agree that I'm down on him long term just because, I mean, isn't that the exact definition of a freshman? He has flashes and he does something dumb. I understand that, It, it especially lately, it feels like the dumb outweighs the the special, But keep in mind, just in this last game of Minnesota, I mean, I know everything was going right. He had like three ridiculous behind-the-back passes that I don't know, I couldn't name a single other person who could make them. So I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but I mean, I remember the days of, you know, a, a Tracy Abrams. He had a, a an over-and-back, I remember, as a freshman. <laughs> he, oh, he yeah. like, stepped yeah. over a half-court, and then literally for no reason just on his own step backwards. Yeah. Into <laughs> the and, and, and so I, I guess what my point is that the, the, the description of, you know, suddenly great, suddenly not really frustrating back and forth. I mean, that's the definition of a raw freshman, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tijon Lucas, another one. I think actually Tijon had a similar moment to that where he just stepped on the midcourt line. Kofi with a an nice and one, that was a really good take. Gets the free throw. It's a 13 point game. And we have Illinois in the double bonus. We got Michigan State in the, I about said single bonus, just bonus. We have what, a out-of-bounds call. I, I don't see what happened here. You know, the narrative is going to be a little bit, I've already seen this from friends and stuff saying, God, the refs are refs are terrible. But I'm so locked in on how crappy we've been that its it's not even secondary. It's like a tertiary concern. They might not be helping, but uh, I don't think that they are at all dictating this game. Brad Underwood's ticked off, though. We got a break. Quick reminder, the 200 levels brought to you by State Farm agent Brian Hanson. Online at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it. Brian and his team will hook you up with great State Farm prices and personalized service. That's brianismyguy.com. Okay. Well, I got to be honest. I don't know where to take this podcast, guys, because the game is a stinker. And
2: it's... we should you should uh you should tweet ashley hawkins back and see if she's available there we go there we Send her go to <laughs> trevor you missed that i
0: got a. Uh, what happened here yeah yeah so i i had tweeted out i said why are we running the offense through coleman hawkins there was a stretch in the first half about two minutes where coleman hawkins not only did he touch the ball every possession but he probably possessed it for 10 seconds each possession including on the top of the perimeter he's dribbling it around I'm like what the hell are we doing here and she mm-hmm. Ashley Hawkins uh, at ash cash replied because WTF is anyone else doing Mike and I said you know hey fair point because everyone else kind of sucks tonight too
3: <laughs> that's awesome
0: <laughs> so what do we what do we call this if this if this thing holds which I think it will what, what do we call this? podcast because i i don't want to overstate the suckiness right it it might just be a game but i I don't want to sound the alarm but i also feel like well wait we can't really dismiss just how bad this is and at a crucial part of the season that ain't good so i don't know you guys have any ideas
3: have we done the uh the homer doe with izzo I know we've done it with other names.
0: Is Doe, yeah, we could. Um, gosh. It's got to be something
3: like a uh, complete,
1: like a lot of times players will refer to the season as a roller coaster ride too, you know, because there's ups and downs. But I mean, if you go to the roller coaster or the amusement park and you have that ride where you are sitting down, you slowly rise up and you drop down. You feel like your stomach's just going up into your throat. Um, that's the ride that this Illinois basketball season is.
0: Yeah, and right now with well, this is uh, that you mentioned that pit in the stomach kind of feeling. I I have that, and I don't want to. I don't I want see to go what down. So that upset path. about. I mean, it was out of bounds on Michigan State, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it, it bounced off the Michigan State player's knee, off the ref's knee, out of bounds. But Ugh. if the ref wasn't in the way, it would have been out of bounds off Michigan State. Oh but for God. some reason, Michigan State has the ball.
0: Yeah, you
3: know, when it rains, it pours.
0: Yeah, trying to think of puns. We go punny Um, is I mean, you know, I I like is dough is on. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those games that it almost doesn't deserve. It's it's like the episode doesn't deserve a clever title because the game was just so bad. I've always wanted to just title an episode fart noises or something (laughs) stupid like that and just this game or, or the sound of air coming out of a balloon. Which is like, you know, PFFT or something like that. Because that's what it feels like. I don't know. Do you guys think that's accurate? That this is a little bit of, you know, the air coming out of a balloon? It's one thing to have went up there and lost in a tightly contested game against a Michigan State team playing their butts off.
1: But this, is, this to me, feels like air coming out of the balloon. What about MSU? Like MSU? Yeah, okay. okay. MSU. That works. Oh, my gosh. Think about how many, again, this is just throwing a pity party because I'm an Illinois fan, but think about how many mistakes the refs have made. Oh, that was close. But, like, that should have been Illinois ball, right? Instead, it leads to a Kofi goaltend. So, it's just the cause and effect thing that's been huge. Okay, if I see DeMonte give up an open three and dribble five dribbles
0: and then just ultimately pass it one more time, I'm going to lose my mind.
3: Like... Why why he is, is he unwilling to shoot five, the three? Best three-point shooter in the country right there, and I say that unironically. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I, I'm trying to think the
0: last time he hit he hit one against Minnesota, but he is passing them up regularly now, and then he dribbles five times, and clearly he's not going to take it to the rim. I I
1: honestly could just be a mental thing, like his confidence since he doesn't start anymore, he has a lot less opportunities to get that confidence back so i don't know why why is it almost eight o'clock and we have
0: seven minutes of this freaking game left i don't want to watch this anymore i just don't okay so guys on the you know i'd rather watch something else scale one to ten where are you guys at andrew where are you at on the i'd rather watch something else scale
2: wow i kind of wish you would ask me two minutes from now this is like uh this is kind of our last hope here um I'd rather watch something
3: else. Uh, I'll go I'll go
0: 7.6. Trevor?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm at like a 7 just because I didn't watch the first half, so I've still got a, a, a fair amount of uh, quota to fill. But, yeah, I'm at a 7.
1: What about you, Isaac? Where's your uh, I'd rather watch something else? I would say like 6, but, again, I'm not getting my hopes up. But if this Illinois team – hadn't come back so many times, then I would probably have already turned it off. But I have like a point, you know, the winning percentage scale you see like after a team comes back and wins and they had a 0.001% chance. Like that 0001 is just living in me, but that's about it.
0: Yeah. We got another this, foul. Um, oh, go ahead.
3: I said this last week and, and I mean, it was kind of half jokingly, but I, I don't know if you guys have, but I've reached a point with Kofi where, if he, if he misses a shot, but he's fouled, you know, and everybody stands up and claps and like, yeah, Kofi, like I, I'm not even remotely excited or interested. I just know it's it, that 90% of the time it's going to turn to a miss. Like yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing,
2: it's, it's, it's basically a turnover. Yeah. Like, it, it there's is.
3: nothing exciting about Kofi missing a dunk, but getting <laughs> fouled. Whereas at least like earlier in the season, maybe, you felt like okay, like darn, he missed it. But you know, let's get that chance at the line. Now it's just like, all right, well, nothing on this trip.
0: He's three for eleven from the line tonight. Three for eleven. I mean, good lord, awful. Now the team, Cribella goes hit one, one or for two,
3: two. and that's the entire deficit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I look at this, let's take a look at the box score because why not? You're four of twelve from three. Michigan State is three of seven from three, and they are kicking your ass with three three pointers total. Okay, so white guy falls down. Do we got a foul, or did he just get hurt? I'm about to go to 10. On that. I'd rather watch something else. I, we, we've we been watching the Great British Baking Show, which is a positively quaint show on Netflix. I really want to watch Patisserie Week, where they make pastries, and far more than I want to watch the rest of this garbage. I don't think there was a foul call. They, oh, they're going to review it, right? Is that what we're going to do? No. I didn't
3: never get think, timed up, by the way, so I'm not going
0: to. Oh, you're fine. I'm don't sorry. don't worry about I'm, it. I'm not, uh, this game's not uh, worth uh, timing up. This game's not. Did worth they
1: call it offensive?
0: I don't know. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, I think Ed. He's out. Okay. Yeah, Thomas Kithier. See, Here's the other. Go ahead. Thing too. If, a lot of times, if you have two other, if you have two guys on the opposing team that foul out, and one guy has four, you're usually either winning or in a good spot. And you are not in either.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm just looking at this I, box score. Or go, go ahead, Andrew.
2: I think you're about to steal my thought. I'm, I'm looking at the box score, too. 16 of 27 from the free throw line. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say, Carb? Yeah,
0: 60%. Now, here's the thing. Michigan State, they're 7 for 12. They are less than 60%. So what they're doing is they're hitting... Basically uncontested two-pointers, and a lot of them close to the rim. I need to see points in the paint. I don't have that. They have eight blocks. Eight blocks to your one. They have seven steals to your three. They have seven turnovers to your 11. They're out-rebounding you by one. They got four more assists than you do. Uh, But if you look at it, some of the key things I always look for, I mean, if the other team's shooting three-pointers, hey, guess what? It's going to be a long night. They are not. And yet they are... (laughs) doing all of this and it's just uh man oh man I mean
3: Langford's career high rebounds I think was 9 and he has what 12 13 yeah 15, we 15. Got
2: a, yeah and he's 6-4 we got a scrum Co- here for Co- Bello. Co- if Kofi Co- if Kofi's Kofi's 3 of 11 from the line that's that's like um that's liability t- type stuff i mean like that, like you can't that's just you can't do that you can't be on the floor especially in late close games you can't make a free throw
0: well and also that point you know his field goal percentage he's five for ten which you think well hey if you were a guard that'd be great but when you are camping out around the rim you need to be better than five for ten. Six rebounds six io has more rebounds than he does uh three personal fouls one turnover. you know kofi's been bad
3: you're gonna Why do is this a-
0: 10-point lead now, 64-54, six minutes to go. Oh, the bench is going. Here we go, Trevor. Is it happening, or is this a, f- a fake?
3: Uh, You know, to be determined, but I- I'm kind of curious on the lack of minutes. for. Is Adam in foul trouble, and I don't know about I it? I don't Why know. played this like, entire half? He
0: has Adam no fouls. He has no fouls. So what's up with that? And then Aaron Henry just takes it, not even contested, not even contested, takes it right down the lane, easy little floater. He's killing you tonight, but you put DeMonte on him. You put Grandison on him. You put Iowa on him earlier, and then you took Iowa off of him, which I'm not sure why. We have a 66-54. Curbelo takes it into a 10-point game again, but if you don't get stops, it doesn't mean anything.
1: Isaac, I feel like I interrupted you earlier. No, I was, I don't even remember what I was going to say, but my new point is like, where has that been? I know Michigan State's defense might not be that amazing, but like, Cribello just drives into the lane, gets inside, and puts it up with his left hand. Like, where has that been?
0: We got Iowa with a rebound here, and I'm—I know from my score up, I'm not about to like what I see. Kofi can't make a
1: layup. Oh. Yeah, honestly, uh, there's been a bunch of things that have gone wrong, right? But if you, I, you've got to still be under fifty percent from your for your layups, and the free throws don't help either. Oh, by but far, I, yeah. I got to give credit though. Um, Henry is Henry's the one who just made that floater a second ago, right? Yeah. He's been playing well. Him and Langford have both made multiple tough, tough shots. So, um, your defense hasn't been perfect, but I'll give give them some credit.
0: All right, Grandison taking a seat here. Okay, we got Oh, here's Georgie. Oh boy.
3: 448 to go. So- what, what happened in that first half? Because I, I missed it, that everybody was, you know, laughing at so much with Georgie. He he went up
0: for a dunk, point blank, and he just didn't get up high enough, and the ball, the the rim blocked him. That's what happened. <laughs> that this didn't. was this was after a possession where he was late getting back on defense, and then Michigan State had an easy layup. You know, it's just. It's something that you can't have from a junior. I, you know, Positive energy and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's cute. That's great. But he's got to execute. There's just way too many mistakes for someone that you need to maybe not rely on, but you need to rely on him as a solid role player, and you can't. Io taking it to the rim. He gets pummeled. Is that not a foul? Did he just call it out of bounds? Uh, we'll see here. Um, We got a timeout here with 408, I think. Or unless they're just going to look at this, I hope he's okay, guys. Because he's
2: It's interesting. They they put Adam Miller in now. They, they pull Curbelo, who's like he's four six on the floor has ten points now. He scored the last couple buckets. Then you put in Adam Miller for him with four minutes left. Who's oh that 0, makes even less sense. Floor. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't understand that.
0: Uh, this I hope. I hope it's just the shaken up here. I don't know if there was a foul call or not. I,
1: Of course, the officials wouldn't make it easy to clarify if there was or not. I'm telling you, that's my conspiracy theory. Like, whenever they don't replay the obvious foul, it's because they don't want you to see it. Now, we'll probably see it when we come back from commercial, but it's just, that's my conspiracy theory. The refs are working with uh, Fox Sports 1.
0: Well, I would assume they will review this, and I'm sure, Trevor, when we come back, they'll do that thing where they each take turns looking at it individually, only to stretch this piece of crap game until eight thirty. I'm just really done with this. I, I actually, Trevor, for the for, you missed this, but I, I, cursed for the first time. I said the F word, and I had to go back and edit it just because we are we are a family friendly podcast, and you know, I got. I've, there's even been the kids in my class who are like hey what's your podcast mr carpenter and i'm like should i be saying ass so much if little johnny's going to decide to tune in
3: by the way baylor hasn't played in a month and they're losing to an iowa state team that hasn't won since december 2nd hmm. just throwing that out there
0: well you know it could just be one of those i mean i, I shouldn't let that one thing make me feel better about potentially losing tonight but there is a crapshoot nature to this kind of stuff. I mean, if we're trying to find a silver lining. So you're line.
3: out of the title race if you lose tonight, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I know that there's a way yeah. that you can beat Michigan and run the table, and if Michigan gets three losses, then, you know, but this effectively, Michigan is the Big Ten champion if you lose this game, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I already assumed that, and I was moving on to let's get a one seed. My sure. My concern is that the team felt the same way. Like, that, they whatever edge they had, they said all the right things Saturday after that game. All the right things. I, in particular, said, yeah, you know, we got all of our goals in front of us. I, I forget, you know, I'm paraphrasing. But he said, basically, you know, we know the urgency of this. And then you see this. So y- you wonder, did something change? Were they watched that game Sunday? Like, yeah, we aren't going to catch them. Which, hey, as a fan, realistic take to have. But it would be a little bit of a bummer if that's the approach that they took.
3: I think they might be calling this a flagrant.
2: Hmm. Uh
0: let's see here. I don't know. Are you back? Are you back? Um, Trevor?
3: Yeah, I'm back and I got a replay and it looked like um, Flagrant two. I don't I don't know who twenty two is, but he literally like nailed Io in the face and it looked I don't want to say intentional, but it did not look good. Okay. It looked like he wound up a little bit. Yep. So that's Maddie Sissoko. He's been ejected. So that's what's a flagrant two? like two shots and you get the ball Free throws and the ball
0: be great if it was like six free throws and the ball. I don't think it's that extreme, but isn't a flagrant six. one, two free throws in the ball. Okay.
3: I think I'm, in
2: college, both flagrants are two shots in the ball.
3: <gasps> it's just that he also gets ejected. Let's watch this here, man. That's push league.
0: That is some bushly crap. If he would have hurt Iowa and all this, I would have. Well, I would have. <laughs> every Illini fan and every guy on that team and every, would be rightfully pissed. And they should be pissed because what just happened there is unacceptable. He, he had a play earlier this game where I thought, hmm. By the way, why is his name Maddie?
2: It's a girl's <laughs> name.
0: All right. Well, here we go. Hopefully a potential swing here. That would be nice. He's going to the locker room. I just had a thought after that, guys. I'm looking at the Big Ten tournament. I don't know how the seedings would have to shake out. Michigan State is still potentially going to have to play on a Wednesday. But after this, I wouldn't mind a rematch against them because I know it couldn't go this bad. right? It couldn't. So I wouldn't mind another shot at these guys.
3: I wouldn't mind a rematch at any team you've lost to, in all honesty.
0: He misses the free throw. Does he get a second one?
1: Okay, here's the second one. God is hitting me. Did he get... Jam- I guess I can't blame somebody for missing free throws when they get railed in the face. Now nah, he's got to make those. He's got to make them. Gosh,
3: that, I've been on this for two weeks, guys. He's shooting like 60-something percent from the free throw line in the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, well, that's not good enough. I mean, the, the entire team has left 13 points on the board tonight. And I know you aren't going to make all your free throws, but even if they make a few more, you're probably looking at like a five-point game. Not ten.
1: Okay, again. Honestly besides like looking back besides the Baylor game I think all of your losses the stuff you do is just so basic like the stuff you do wrong is so basic I feel like again tonight you're shooting terribly from the free throw line you're shooting terribly on layups and you're losing like it, all the games that have been close or you've lost besides the Baylor game there's a common factor. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: These are self-inflicted wounds. These are – this is this is hard to watch.
0: This is the first one. I don't know why my score app said that he made one. Maybe he does make the second. I don't know. 66 to 56. He missed
2: that one,
0: too. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're a national player of the year, you got to do better than that. You know, right? it's just – I. Thanks. It could be – He makes that 60 one.
1: He makes that right now
0: yeah yeah but i mean here's the thing though we, we can say that but this entire game has led to this point where you're down nine and you're lucky to only be down nine so it's like we can look at that as the potential moment but you had 35 minutes beforehand where you could have done something anything to make that moment much more meaningful you could have kofi actually make a freaking free throw wow. michigan state gonna take it to the rim nice take rocket watts Having a good game, even though he he's sucked for most of the year, but not tonight. And it's an eleven point game and I just let's just run this out quickly. Please, like just stop elongating this crap. I want to go watch something else. This is absolute garbage. Trent misses makes the free throw. Nice bounce. Okay. So we got a nine point game and a timeout. Got to call the timeout. Quick reminder: the two hundred levels brought to you by Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby Use coupon code two hundred level for ten percent off your order at fourth thandkirbycom <sighs> This game sucks. Like this is just this is the third stupidest game ever played. We've had two of them so far, but I would argue uh, this is the stupidest yet. Just uh, this is regardless of opponent, I. I don't know. I'm just disappointed. I'm rambling because I'm disappointed. I don't know what the else The other say. ones
3: felt like fluky, stupid. This just feels frustrating, stupid.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean, and then you get Nebraska, which I guess could cleanse the palate. but that's a game where who cares? You know? No offense to Nebraska. I just don't care. I don't know any of the guys on the team. I don't care to learn their names. I know some of the guys on Michigan State's team. That's one thing I'll give them. And then Wisconsin on Saturday is going to be... Well, it's going to be tough. All these games are going to be tough, and this was one of the easier ones in all of it, and I I just don't want this to turn into an end-of-the-season slide where all of a sudden you're on the freaking three or the four line. We had a potential one seed staring you in the face if you didn't just lay a freaking egg at Michigan State. I'm saying freaking because I can't say the other one. Uh, 3.17 to go, Michigan State ball. Yada, yada, yada. They're going to make a three here, guys. So can we start, like, should we start wrapping it up? I mean, do you guys have any, I don't know. Is it okay to throw no, in the towel?
2: I, I, it, it is. Yeah. I don't have any parting words. I'm left a little <laughs> speechless.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Andrew, no parting words. Trevor, any parting words for you?
3: I feel like I just got here. Uh, I know. I, you know, again, my frustration is when you lose by seven and then somebody looks at the box tour and goes, wow, I mean, if Kofi just made eight more free throws, you've been that game. And it's like, yeah, but you know, if you watch the game, you didn't deserve to win that game so it's just I don't know it's frustrating Uh, you see again what the team can be when they're hitting on all cylinders you can see what they can be when they're not and I don't know you just hope honestly at at this point it's sort of like a baseball season for me where literally all you can do is just hope that this is not what happens in an 8-2 matchup with Boise State or, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever it may be, a 210 matchup with North Carolina, I, whatever it may be you, at this point, you know, they've displayed this type of performance enough times that at, I don't have it. You know, other than hope, I don't know what to say, because I, I, I can't say that I have the utmost confidence that they won't play an egg. You just have to hope they won't
0: Kofi's just worthless tonight. Worthless, just not, you know, defensively abysmal. I I I don't want to you know chastise one guy, which is exactly what I'm doing. So I'm contradicting myself. But yeah, your best players: Iowa 13, Kofi with 13. Trent frazier has been your best player tonight. Good game for him, but it, they just didn't show up. Isaac, any parting words? Um,
1: it's it, it makes me feel a little bit better if. Ohio state would have won on Sunday at against Michigan. Then uh, I would be like, Oh my gosh. But now basically what you're going to be tied or a lot closer to Ohio state for the second spot in the conference. So since before the game, I was already processing like, okay, you're probably not going to have a chance to win the big 10 because Michigan won. So I'm honestly just at a loss for words though, because yes, I know we know this team is a roller coaster team, but they never cease to surprise me. That's for sure.
0: I know, and and we shouldn't be getting these kinds of surprises this late in the year. Andrew, Trevor, Isaac, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we'll we'll figure out what we want to do Thursday. It's Nebraska right now. As I sit here, I'm like, Ugh, whatever, you know. But we'll we'll figure out something. How's that? Sure.
1: That's- Oh, for a better <laughs> sounds good. That's,
0: uh, guys, take care. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. See, you see everybody. You All right. That's Andrew Trevor boy. and Isaac. The so yeah. yeah boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. What a what a stinky game this was, and we're just gonna kind of put a wrap on this one here in the two hundred level. MSU, MSU, that's what we'll call MSU. You know, my wife is a Michigan State grad. and... She hasn't really been following this basketball team for them, and you know she's not into the game tonight or anything, but I'll, I'll go upstairs after this. She'll, she'll be like, what happened? And I'll be like, well, you guys kind of kicked our ass. Disappointing is, is not even really beginning to cover it. I actually think I'm going to wake up feeling worse about this tomorrow because it is truly the air coming out of the sails, and you can say, Carpo, don't make a big deal about it. But here's the thing. When I made a podcast about two and a half weeks ago, said turning the corner as Trent ma- misses a free throw. Turning the corner, I had legitimately thought that the marylands and the ohio state loss doesn't look as bad anymore but those kinds of performances were behind us the flat performances and that's simply not the case this team is too old and they've been through too many games to play like this i know michigan state wanted it more they needed it more than you did but that doesn't excuse what we saw tonight so i don't know It's like the, you know, angry parent. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I think we're all disappointed. And you have the right to be angry, too, because this team has high expectations as they should. They've shown us. They showed us Saturday. I know Minnesota stinks, but you know what? You don't do that unless you're a really good team. You don't do what you do against Wisconsin at home, Iowa at home. The seven-game win streak, there's been a couple stinkers, Nebraska, Northwestern, but the other five weren't. It was legit. You, You got to number five in the nation, and you earned it. And now you won't be there. And if you aren't careful with this stretch of games coming up, I don't know. I I don't know how these games are going to shake out. It could be where all of a sudden this team plays better teams, and they show up. But boy, oh boy, they were pillow soft tonight. Mentally soft. Kofi, soft. Terrible game. The worst game he's probably played all year against a team where I know they have length, but they don't have any bruisers like Kofi. He needs to do better than what he did tonight. Io 4 for 15. Bad offensively, nine rebounds, four assists. Grandison, four points. Adam Miller, two. Adam Miller, non factor. You know, Curbello ended up having a good game after a really bad stretch in the first half, so that's encouraging. Coleman Hawkins, uh, whose sister I presume is Ashley Hawkins, is <laughs> two points, good energy, but did not really play in the second half. DeMonte, not really, you know, seven boards, that's good, but a complete non factor on offense. And Georgie was terrible, zero points, four boards and a whole lot of stupid. So where do we go from here? Well, we got a game Thursday night. Are we going to do a second half pod for the freaking Nebraska game? I don't know. I'm not sure because it's just one of those go out there and win, and then you have the three road games to end the season. Those are going to be tough. They're going to be harder than this. No offense to Michigan State. They're going to be harder than this. And to see a team get punked like this, man, we got punked. Good Lord, it's 8.17. I'm going to get out of here. No game should go two hours and 20 minutes, especially this one. I'm pissed off. This is frustrating. And it's a good thing that I shook whatever it was after that second shot, because if I felt bad on top of this, I'd be absolutely miserable. But hey, that's the good news. I got the second shot. I'm I'm grateful to have gotten it. The side effects are a small thing as Georgie picks up the film. Oh, my God. It's Okay, let's cut it short before I say something I regret. 200 Level brought to you by DPDO online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at dpdoe.com. Rector Construction online at Construction.com. Got to thank 4th and Kirby online at and kirby.com Use coupon code 200Level for 10% off your order. And State Farm Agent Brian Hanson online at brianismyguy.com. All right, what you hear right now, decadence out of your head. That's from our latest album, Fever Dreams, wherever music is streaming. We will be back. I think on Thursday at some point. I don't know if it's going to be a second half pod or if I'll just do a little something. We'll be back. But just this was this was utter crap. So be pissed off, lot fans. You have every right to be after what we saw tonight. It is the 200 level.